Welcome, beautiful souls. You are tuned in to Love Human, Be Spirit. With us, I'm Amy, a 3-5 emotional manifester, right angle, cross of Eden. And I'm Monique, a 1-4 splenic projector, right angle cross of the vessel of love. And we'd love to invite you to join us while we talk all things human and spirit through the lens of human design. We'd like to offer you inspiration, information, and lived experiences while we're on this human ride together. So buckle up or don't, your choice. We're here to celebrate your uniqueness and our own and offer a perspective that allows us to lean into what makes us special, what makes us human. So let's do it. Get ready to laugh, cry, and everything in between. And we plan to have a lot of fun along the way. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Love Human Be Spirit where Monique and I do our very best to show up and share whatever we feel most called to share each and every time, weaving in our own personal experiences through the lens of our journey with human design. And it has been a fun ride so far, so we're not going to stop now. And today we're feeling really called to talk about body consciousness. So hopefully this lands for whomever is listening. And this is another one of those timeless episodes. How are you today, Monique? I'm good. Thank you for the intro, as always. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, we're excited to talk about this topic. Um, you know, this, as as Amy always reminds us, where we talk from our lived experiences, and we really kind of try and weave that into our um, podcast when we can. And this kind of came up through a lived experience that I was having, right? Um, I was just listening to something else, another podcast, I'm sure. And, um, and I got this bang probably or whatever and realized or thought, I guess it was both a thought and a bang maybe, but I realized as I was listening to this episode, um, and they were talking about getting in touch with your body and listening to your body for intuitiveness and things like this that we talk about, I realized that, um, I may have not known what that meant a few years ago while, while I was listening to, I realized. And, and so I, mentioned this to Amy and I'm like I think you know we need to talk about this idea of like body consciousness versus mind consciousness what does that mean you know we're always on and on about let's listen to our bodies but maybe we're so disconnected that we don't even know what that means right it's kind of what the thought I got to and so naturally I I told Amy my my thought and here we are talking about it and um and we're excited to get into it you know what um what do you think that means body consciousness amy do you want to say something else sorry before no I, I mean i i just totally agree i think um this is the gift of you know something comes up and is present for us and then you and i chat about it and we you know think that it's going to benefit whomever gets to listen like benefit for the collective right and i know it landed for both of us because i remember just starting my coaching career you know just my coaching education everybody kept talking about it, getting in touch with your body i'm like what the fuck is everybody talking about <laughs> right like yeah. i i really was not someone that was raised to be super connected with that i mean yeah. for all intents and purposes most of us are taught to make decisions from our head and be really conscious of that and what's logical and i just I never took that deliberate pause to really pay attention when now, like, it's like, how does that feel in my body? How does that feel? You know, it's not so much of what's going on in my mind because my mind is just full of um, a lot of data, which is beautiful and I'm grateful for it, uh, but it is not my decision maker. And I think, you know, you were, you were sharing with me before we press record, you know, just how, um, you know, this came into your awareness and especially it is such a powerful tool for, to help people learning their design, specifically their authority, you know, or any of those to be aware of what is happening in their body. So while this is not a one size fits all, because all of us connect with our body in our own unique way. Um, I know a lot of people just for their own grounding will like go outside and put their feet in the grass or in the earth. And that helps them connect to their body. This is, you get to test this. I know for me, I desire quiet, alone, and it's usually some deep breaths 
you know, with no distractions for me to really check in. And I've heard you, Monique, countless times say, my spleen says, and you know, that's body consciousness right there. Yeah, but body consciousness that I have now and that I that I had no awareness of before. And as you were talking about not really being raised that way, I'm like, I don't, is anybody raised that way? Like, are we, is anyone raised to listen to their bodies? That's amazing. If so, beautiful. And, and I'm not saying that I was not raised well, but there was not an emphasis on listen to your body and what it has to tell you. I just, I don't remember getting, maybe I wasn't an athlete or anything like that in sports. So maybe that's part of the disconnect for me, but just like you, when I started getting into the coaching world and getting, you know, certified and all these, these courses started coming up with like somatics is what I was talking to Amy about before we started recording. Like, I didn't even know what that meant. Like somatic movement, you know, um, I was an English major for a short minute. I should probably know that, but I didn't, you know, it's just, um, and it, like you just said, it's such a big, um, powerful tool, just moving your body or being in touch with your body or knowing what you need, what your body needs to, um, to allow you to really make the best decisions and movements for yourself. And um, yeah, a, a big part of that is take a pause. Like you said, I mean, just taking a, a beat, you know, we're so, so move, moving in this daily world that we don't really pause that much. To, no, we're, we're to so distracted. Like, okay. We're so distracted. Yeah. And can you imagine before all of the distractions, which many of them, like us being able to record right here and share that this with the world. Like I love all of those technological advances. Yes. But I do think that those distractions have deterred us from paying attention to what I know you've heard me say before. Our body is our greatest messenger. I mean, when I learned that, when I started my coaching stuff, I was like, whoa, because it's always telling us something. It's always signaling us to something good, bad, you know, fear, fight, flight, any of the things, it's always signaling something to us. And sometimes the signal comes from a story or a belief that we have in our head, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's, you know, could be limiting us, but, you know, I like a long time for a long time in my journey with my relationship with food, I had a food and mood journal. And that had me being acutely aware of what mood what was going on in my body, sometimes in my head, but typically it was emotions and emotions are felt in your body. Like everybody check in. Your emotions do not come from some storyline in your head. It is somewhere in your body, you're feeling it. And cause I even told Monique before we started recording today, yeah, I'm a little emotional. It's a little, you know, it's like, I don't know how this is gonna go. And I think it's important because first of all, there would have been a time in my life where I wouldn't have shared that. I probably wouldn't have even been able to connect with that's what was going on. I would have tried to numb it or silence it or dismiss it or something like that. And what we now get to be super aware of is that consciousness is giving us signals for something. It has great information for us. Um, and so when we can tune in and, you know, really tap into what that message is, then we get to choose accordingly to what we do you know, and that's why I like it, calling it that deliberate pause. So that's, yeah. that's how I choose to try to get connected. Yeah. So many, so many wise words drop there once again <laughs> by you, but it's, um, it's, it's really wild, um, you know, to think about this, the fact that we're in these bodies every day and that we're so disconnected from them regularly, you know, because that's the thing is it has to be intentional at this point because of all the distractions and because life is so hectic and moving and busy, it has to be intentional to take that pause or to really, um, start to become aware of our bodies and what, what they're saying. And I mean, I think about, you know, if you want to take it back to before we were thinking creatures, right? Our bodies were our only towels. That's how we lived. You know, we, we didn't, we knew how to be safe because our bodies told us where to move. We knew we were scared. Don't go that way, whatever. But we didn't have like all these, you know, intellectual conscious thoughts then, right? Our bodies were kind of doing the work. And that's the idea here is they're still doing that, right? Regularly, our bodies are still keeping us um, safe telling us which way to move and which way not to, but we're so disconnected that we don't, you know, we don't know that we're not told that, or I, I mean, I wasn't. And um, I'm glad that, 
that it's been um, brought to my attention uh, through the lens of human design in my case. But any way that this comes up for you, I think it's it's just such a beautiful, powerful tool because we we have our bodies. This is ours. We get to, you know, um, use this to the best of our uh, ability, advantage, all of that, you know, because I, I never really looked at my relationship with my body like that before. It was it was more superficial. It was more of just like this, you know, I mean, I understood the idea that we're a soul and a body or whatever. I always kind of felt like believe that, but it didn't feel like, wow, like my body has like, gosh, just as many, if not more answers than what I thought I was packing up here in my mind, you know? Yes. Before when you said something about emotions don't come from the mind, um, I was thinking sometimes for me, they used to, I think I was tell, I would tell my, I would start to get into my thoughts and they, I would literally make them emotions and to, and then I would start to feel them. And like, but I, I don't have to do that. Now I know right. <laughs> that's choice. Um, I get to choose my thoughts and uh, the body gets to tell us things, you know, without a choice. It's, it's there. It's always talking. Like you said, it's like, you know, it's our choice to tune in or not, I think is the choice there, you know, and the wisdom, like you, like you say, always is just so great. Um, and so I just, I think it's a topic that, that needs to be talked about. And since, since, since we're here talking about it, um, I'd like to be able to tell people some kinds of ways to do that, to get more body conscious aware, you know, if human design for me, that was the way that I became more consciously aware somatic movement, stuff like that. Yes. Also, I realized like how great it is to just dance by myself in my house sometimes and the movement in my body later I get more um intuitive intel you know afterward or whatever or during you know um that that kind of thing but then learning my design that I was splenic and that it's very bodily for me I started to really listen to my body um but it was hard to suss out the thoughts and my body's words right that's another thing we were talking about before we hit record that that question of like, how can you tell? What are my thoughts and what is my body telling me? So this like body consciousness versus mind consciousness, like what, you know, they're both there. They're both uh, present. So we have to learn how to work with them both, I guess. Right. But I would love to be able to offer people some specific things. Do you have anything like that, that you, that comes to mind for you that you. I feel like I lean into the wisdom more in right now where I'm at in my experiment more with my definition <clears throat> and so perfect example of course I am definitely paying great attention to my solar plexus you know because that's defined that is my authority I have two emotional waves there and so so I don't do what I did which by the way is exactly was exactly my point like the emotions can start mm. from the story, you know, or the beliefs mm. that you have. So beautiful reflection of that. And we can still do that. I think the difference is you put your hand on something and you didn't know it was hot. You get information immediately. Your body tells you something. But if in our head, we see something hot, then our mind, the data that's collected in there, the experiences we've had, they acknowledge that then can send a signal to our body. Don't touch that. But those are kind of the two differences there. But I definitely check in with myself, body consciousness, as it relates to where I'm at in my emotional wave. Mm -hmm. I have a defined root. And this is one that I definitely lean into if I'm feeling pressure or stressed and I'm checking in, is this mine? Am I feeling pressured by something outside of me? Because I'm going to release that. But any pressure that's my own, I'm going to use that for my motivation, my drive, my ambition, whatever that is, right? So there's another area because boy, have I had a lot of times in my life where I felt a lot of pressure. I mean, I've even, you know, I think each of us could say, I feel it in different ways almost every day. And it's just checking in. All right, what's going on here? Is this old conditioning? Am I on autopilot something that I get to be a little more aware of? And it, cause I'm feeling something right. That's body consciousness right there. So then I get to say, all right, what's going on. And I wouldn't have had any words to that without human design. I would have never realized I would have just gone on doing the same thing over and over, you know? Um, wow. And then to your point, my spleen, you know, I think I've silenced that for years. And so I've also shared, I don't 
fear a lot of things. Um, but I do have just little intuitive like pings, you know, I'm just like, mm-hmm. how do I know that? I just, I'm feeling this. I'm intuitively did it, you know, that kind of thing. Um, so I think I lean into that part of my design um, as really consistent, like, and, you know, check in with me, you know, in a few months where my, you know, I've talked so much about my undefined, completely open heart center. I really don't feel like going there today. <laughs> I'm exhausted by it. Um, but you know, I do check in if I'm feeling anything, you know, yeah. I love the book, you know, and I, I, um, sent it to you, Monique, the, by the beautiful Louise Hay, it's called, you can heal your life. And let me tell you, that book is all about body consciousness because she points to different, you have all of these things that you could be experiencing based on your body. It's like a sore throat, a sty in your eye, your hand Mm. is burning. Any of this shit, guys, I'm not joking. Lower body, all of it, stomach ache, nausea, you know, earache, did it like every little thing that you go to the damn doctor for. I now, I've been going to that book for over three years, just to, I'm not saying Western medicine isn't needed. Please don't misunderstand. I just want to check in. Is my body giving me a message? Because she has listed what the probable cause is. So like lower back pain is money worries. Well, shocking. I've been having fucking lower back pain, you know, because I've got a lot of stuff going on. And so Mm -hmm. I'm just like, it's, it's not a function of anything else. And so I've been trying to tap into that too, you know, say, does that connect or Mm -hmm. do I get to keep being curious, you know? And so there's, I love that. There's my rant. (laughs) I love that. I love that rant. Um, and I love, um, I love that book too. Um, and it's, uh, I love how she has a list, like Amy was saying of all the ailments that you could feel in your body and what that could mean. And, uh, like a mantra wording after it to help you, um, kind of, or, you know, work through it if you want to take that approach. And, um, I love, you know, again, I, 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 like you also believe, that we need medicine, the like regular doctor kind too. Um, and but I, I also am starting to believe that, and maybe I've always believed this, but more so now that we're very much um in a lot of physical ailments and pain because of other things, underlining things. And, and I like you, I'm somebody that likes to try and put the pieces together. So is there something in my life that I could be that I'm holding on to that I'm ready to let go of, right? It's time to really look at that. My body is like agreeing with my thoughts, maybe on the matter or what thought or, you know, how does it connect? I think that just doing that brings body consciousness awareness to us, right? Just by stopping. Because if you if you take the word consciousness, right, in your in your mind, that what that means is being conscious of our existence, right? Kind of. And so being conscious of our body's existence is body consciousness, I would say, right? And so um I I was disregarding my body like all the time, left and right. I wasn't listening. I was just doing, you know, I was doing, I was very busy doing. And whereas now I've, you know, super leaned into my, you know, um, my type more after learning design and I'm not doing like at all, like I used to do, right. I'm really pulled back in the doing and I have more time to, you know, sit with myself. And so that goes to that pause. And um, for me, it's a little bit about thinking too, you know, I have a defined mind. I'm a projector. There's gotta be like, thoughts and learning and you know things like going on there for me it happens the 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 connections the feels the the things that come up for me happen when I'm uh more still and in my own you know energy and in my own vibe and it's really rare that my body conscious I mean I'm not saying it doesn't happen but it's not as common when I'm around people or when I'm you know in places where you know, you can't listen to your body. If there's a bunch of other bodies around, I think, right? Like there's, there's other auric energy. So how do you, um, then you have other auric energy, your own auras, your own thoughts. It's like, geez, like there's a lot going on there. So yeah, I I think the piece on pulling away and um, taking, you know, that pause and breaks for yourself or just the time that you need or less doing if you're a projector like me or, you know, or a reflector or a manifester or anybody that wants to do less, sacrals included. Um, but those little breaks, and it doesn't have to be huge. It can be minutes in a day that you take for yourself, minutes. I agree. It doesn't have to be a whole 30 minute meditation. 
Yeah. And I think people are resistant to taking the pause. I know, you know, a lot of my clients that I've offered it to, because we are in constant fight or flight type of scenario. I mean, if we really want to think back for any of our beautiful listeners to body consciousness is like when you're nervous about something and you got sweaty pits, right? Right. Mm -hmm. I mean, just Mm -hmm. that with that, that, or, you know, like you have an impromptu speech you have to give, like whenever you were, you know, beginning days and it was your turn to give your speech and go up and your face is red and you're sweaty and all the things. I mean, that's, you're super conscious of your body, like wanting to keep you from doing that thing because it's so uncomfortable, but, you know, for years, all of my, um, stomach stomach issues I've had. I mean, I just dismissed the shit out of whatever that information was sharing with me. And I always wanted to blame it on. I didn't, you know, I ate something my body didn't like, or, you know, blah, 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 whatever that is. And Mm -hmm. the truth of the matter was, if I would have just connected and said, I literally was taught this in coaching, which I loved is when you have a body part that is, you know, showing you some discomfort or showing you, you know, something is, to act as if you could give it a mouthpiece and give it a minute to see what it might share with you. And I just thought that was the coolest exercise because actually we have a lot of, our body has a lot of wisdom to offer. And so even though it might feel like we're making it up, it very well could be a probable cause for what's going on. And, you know, back to that book, I love, she offers up a new thought pattern to shift that, shift out of that. You know, you don't have to stay in that energy of whatever you might be experiencing. And it may not land every time, but it has helped me to be much more in tune, therefore connected, therefore conscious, therefore um, like in the driver's seat or the passenger, as we love to say, of making the decisions for myself from that place versus, um, you know, just either numbing it or dismissing it or any of the things that we often have either been taught to do has been modeled for us or um, we just do on autopilot, you know? And so it just gives us the opportunity to just connect. I mean, you asked me where I feel like I have connected with the consciousness. What about you? Where do you feel like besides your beautiful spleen? I mean, yeah. Um, I mean, I was just going to say that, you know, that autopilot piece is, is, huge for me too and you mentioned your root center earlier and me connecting to my undefined root was a huge one too I was just talking about this the other day um it was a I was just running on like high speed or you know really trying to um most days and um running off the pressure of others regularly and thinking it was my own and wondering why it didn't feel right um it's I mean that's like that sentence is a, a a literal example of a lot of my life, how it felt a lot of my life. And so that's a big piece for me learning that, that, um, you know, that lower area of my body feeling tight or stressed. If I'm feeling that, then I'm, I'm probably like taking in some pressure that's not my own or, you know, if, and I check that regularly, so regularly. Now, if I start moving very quickly, I like, like make myself stop sometimes and be like, okay, why are you rushing? Why are you rushing right now? Because if it's about me and something that really I need to get done, I'll know that if I just stop and ask that. But pretty quickly now I can be like, I'm rushing because of somebody else's expectation. Even if it's, um, you know, something that counts, it's still outside of me. I can't control it whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I'm going to confront that when I do, and that's fine. But uh, what's, you know, I can't, I can't speed up to try and meet that expectation because that's not who I am. You know, all I can do is, is do my best at my pace and, and accepting that as a, you could say limitation on my design, or you could say as a piece of my design, however you want to look at that either way, I don't, I don't mind it. I don't mind knowing that I have that limit because it makes me feel okay with myself. Before that, I didn't feel okay. I didn't feel like I could do things in a timely way. And I understand now that there's this different 
kind of relationship that I have with time. And where the less I focus on it, kind of the better I manage it, which is weird. I know. I know that sounds weird to my logical mind, but it's true. Right. And um, and just that feeling, it's almost like a pressure valve was released, you know, like it was like like the steam was coming out and finally it was like like, okay, you know, and so that's, that's been a huge piece for me too. And since you mentioned that, I wanted to give the other side of that um, for the undefined root people and, and see it's the same check-in for both of us, right? Is this pressure mine, you know? Um, and I think another thing that I regularly did, which is why the idea of body consciousness was so kind of foreign to me is I would go into my mind immediately when something happened immediately. And I have a defined mind. It's, it's going to happen, but like something external would hit me like stimuli and my projectorness would probably take it in. And then I was right in my mind on what I needed to do to fix it or solve it or whatever, like be okay with what was going on. Whereas now um, I try and I'm getting better at it to not do that. And I kind of take like, okay, something happens to me. Okay. My, my aura is a little overwhelmed or like overstimulated. It's kind of like a lot, but then I wait and I give myself a minute to see how it feels in my body. I don't think about it. Like how tense am I really right now with what's happening? How scared am I right now? How like, is this man, you know, I, but not answering that with, like, and I don't even know if I have those full questions. It's more of just like feeling the tension in my muscles in that moment or feeling my back. Is it like, are my shoulders up or are my shoulders down? You know, um, am I, am, are my hands like tight or clenched? Like how, how stressful is this situation that's happening to me right now before I start figuring out how to, I'm going to move through it. And that's taking a, a, a beat. Um, it doesn't always happen, but it, but it, it's like I said, I'm getting better at it. And that, um, that's another way that I kind of like, and that means really quickly when stuff happens, fighting the urge to start analyzing it for me. That's what that means. It's hard at first, especially, but like I said, the more I've done it, the, the more it it's natural for me to do. So that's what I would encourage um, for anyone that has, um, you know, that, or that that could work for, you know? I love that. I love that. I love so many things that you said there. I love that pressure cooker analogy. I just think that hopefully, you know, this is landing. I mean, that's our intention every time. I think about a lot of different things that I, I mean, even just like, how do we use our design to help us become connected with our body consciousness? You guys, it's your signature, right? Mm -hmm. And you're not self-being. Like mm -hmm. how many times have we talked about that? Because if I am feeling angry, I mm -hmm. know that is a message to me that something that is I'm currently experiencing is out of alignment for me. Right. And so what a beautiful opportunity for me to just be like, there's nothing. I love how you said that when you, we think something's wrong with us, we think a limitation or whatever, however mm -hmm. you want to position it, whatever words, mm -hmm. no, we're not. Now we're just aware. Now mm -hmm. we can just get to choose and we're beautiful exactly as we are all of us yeah. beautiful, exactly as we are. And so when I'm experiencing anger, cause I've been ridiculed for my anger for sure. And I'd be like, Whoa, what's going on here. Right. And it's like from such a more curious, non-judgmental, like, what can I give myself in this moment? Mm -hmm. And then on the flip side, when I'm feeling at peace, fuck, that's delicious, you know? And it's so, and I, I, while I'm like, want to give a lot of gratitude. It's also just, again, beautiful awareness that I am allowing myself to recognize and acknowledge that that's what I'm feeling, which therefore is in alignment with how I'm meant to be, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever is going on. And so anybody can do that based on, you know, whatever your beautiful signature is, or you're not self, that's great wisdom that's coming from your body to share you that, show you that. The other one, which I just have to share this. So this is very recent, just a couple of days ago, my partner and I, we're moving furniture and I know I've reflected on this before, but we're both three fives. So now I'm shifting to a profile. Okay. So we're going to run into the fire and we both kind of think that we don't want to be told. We certainly don't want to be told how to do it because we both are going to run into the fire. And then we both think we have it all figured out. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and so we're moving this gajillion pound, you know, bed frame and it's just hilarious. And you guys, before us doing that kind of thing was really 
challenging. And usually there was my anger for sure showed up and he is a true manifesting generator. So his anger would show up, you know, it's just like, and this time we laughed our asses off. I literally at one point said, because of course he had one way that he was going to do it. And we're both trying to move the same fucking piece of furniture. And I had what was in my mind. And I literally just stopped and was laughing so hard because then I was, it was pointless. I was, you know, not going to be, and just said, look at us, two, three, fives, trying to fucking move the same piece of furniture. <laughs> Maybe we could take a beat and talk through. <laughs> it was just like, it was the most enjoyable experience. And you guys in my life, I can never have said it. Wow. And so what a shift, like what a shift in awareness of, you know, because my body was impatient, thought I had to do it. I had to test it my way. And I sure the shit didn't want to be told, you know, those were all the things that was going on. But because of that knowledge and that awareness, I was just like, look at us, two, three, fives, trying to move the same piece of furniture in the same direction. Both have completely different ways of trying to do it. You know, it just was hilarious. And I just think this is the the gift of knowing this information, you know? <laughs> I love that story so much. That's such a good, um, that's such, that's so funny to picture. First of all, my inner vision <laughs> pictured it perfectly as you were describing it. Um, <laughs> and I think that that's a beautiful, also a beautiful way to show um, body consciousness meets mind consciousness. Yes. That's what you did there, you know? And gosh, I think I know I can relate to, I'm not a three, five, nor did I don't know that I've had a partner that is, but I know that I can relate to the experience that you shared whilst moving things with a partner or building things with a partner <laughs> and how that could look sometimes the stress, the frustrations, the bitterness, the anger, the disappointment, all of the not self themes could show up there. I can see that. Right. So I love that you shared that example in particular um, and how, because of the knowledge you have in your mind, you were able to witness the feelings happening in your body and you know talk like kind of you know answer back like your mind and body were like communicating a little bit like yes. saying okay but that we're doing this because we're three fives that's why we're both moving furniture in opposite directions or whatever the hell you were doing but um I think that that's a that that's the goal here and then what and then you're laughing and you're enjoying this experience that normally one it's a pain in the ass to lift things and move things nobody likes doing that shit let's be honest I mean I don't know maybe sacrals do I don't know but I don't I hate but, it I hate it so much I'm wrong I'm capable but do I want to do it fuck no and so do we want to do it with a partner and like it's we live in Florida it's hot right it was this, it was a million degrees yeah a million degrees so um right just the ideas of all of the things that could have like quadrupled that into like you know, an argument at the very least, some conflict, some back and forth, whateverness, and instead laughter and like fun was actually had in the, in the awareness of what was happening with your bodies. That's beautiful. And I think that that's the end goal guys. I mean, yes, that's a one small example, but I think that's super relatable. And I think that it's huge still it, as, as a, as a way for your relationship to flourish, a partnership to anything, any, you know, dynamic like that. I love that share. I have another example, and this is going to hit home for us, Monique, because we've shared here that, you know, you came recently and um, we did some recording together in the live flesh, which was beautiful. And I loved it, but I had literally moved from one condo to the other, like, less than 24 hours before she came, which was awesome. And here is another body consciousness. My body was acutely aware because we were trying to figure out where we were going to record this stuff because like it was, it's video recording, which you all are going to get to know about at some point here soon. So anyway, and you know, I'm new in this condo and there's like, we're just trying to figure it out. And my beautiful, beautiful projector Monique is moving furniture around trying to, and my undefined G center was shitting itself. Okay. But this is like, because it was unsafe for me, that environment is a big deal. You know, it's like, okay, I know where that was, but I don't know where it goes. Like, and you know, it just, I'm also renting the condo, you know, and like that kind of thing. So just my head, there's probably some conditioning there. Oh, I got to put it back exactly the way it was. 
but your body of consciousness, that was no big deal. We were just trying to do things to make sense of what we were trying to put together. And it was just, I loved that whole time that you were here. I had so many revelations just because of the differences in our design. And I love witnessing it. I love it, love it, love it. And so my body was telling me not safe, not, you know, ha, ha, you know, and then I got to just chill my shit because I was aware there's no big deal. It's no big deal. It's okay. Everything's okay. You know? <laughs> and it just was, it was really fun because the old me, I would have been uncomfortable, you know? And it was just like, that's what I love about so many layers to understanding your beautiful design has you having so much more deep compassion for who you are. And then you start really listening and tuning in better and letting go of the ways that you've done, you know, all the conditioning that we talk about all the time and releasing that. I love that pressure cooker. I felt that I'm going to use that. I felt that so much and just let that, let that go and let yourself be more and more connected to what feels most aligned for you. And it's okay if it doesn't feel aligned for your partner, your friends, your kiddos, your coworkers, whatever, because they get to find their own. Yeah. That's a big piece too. Big piece huge piece. And I, I want to say you, you touched on another piece. I think that is a big piece also is, um, when you were, uh, talking about it coming from a curiosity and a non-judgmental place when we're, um, addressing these feelings, right. I also, I didn't even know that that happened in your body when I was moving your furniture around PS, no idea until right now. And now I like feel a little bad. I'm like, no, no, because this, I loved it. I define G ego, just grab things and move them. Why don't you? <laughs> we need that. Do you see? Like, like yeah. cause then I'm going to hold myself back. So I love right. it. Yeah. And, um, but I, I love again, great example because the feeling in your body was very real, you know, um, you know, your undefined G and all of that was like, what, wait, what, what's going on? Like, hey, hold on, hold on there. <laughs> but, um, um, you know, and you were able to kind of, uh, look at yourself, not in a judgmental way, um, you know, from a place of like curiosity and, and, and then, and then you get to like this place of acceptance. And I think that that's a big piece of this too, because I know for me, I was, I may have been looking, I mean, I would say I'm somebody that's always kind of like addressed my flaws, quote unquote, or like, you know, things like that. Um, I don't really use that word too much anymore, but you know, um, that's, I was somebody who was critical on oneself, let's say that. And that's not helpful is what I've learned, you know, um, it's fine if I want to change or critique myself and how I'm doing it to do something else, but to sit there from a place of judgment doesn't really help. It doesn't propel any forward movement for me. It doesn't make more energy for me. It doesn't do anything like that for me. But I, I can think about this in like this bodily way now. Like I like to do things now that fuel me. Now that I know that I have limited energy, I like to be around people and in places and around things that literally give me energy. That's not a lot of things sometimes that's not a lot of places and um but I know that that that's like you know it can be alienating maybe to get in touch with your body is kind of where I'm going to but that that goes back to this relationship with self right and you're building that you're trusting yourself and you're looking at yourself from this non-judgmental place um, you know, maybe in another week, that same place will feel fine for me to be in, you know, but right now it doesn't. And me honoring that is, um, acceptance of myself in a way that I never even knew existed really, you know, um, and that comes from what, you know, uh, looking at yourself from a place of non-judgment. I think it did for me largely because I, I feel like I was doing the thing where like, I could tell something wasn't right. And, um, but I didn't, I just kind of beat myself up about that. I didn't do anything else about it. I didn't know what to do about it. Um, whereas now it's, even if it comes up, it is more like, okay, I know how to navigate this. Or even if I don't know how to navigate this, I'm going to ask for some help or I'm going to figure it out, or I'm going to trust that the answer is going to come to me when I need it or something like that. Those answers come up for me instead of like, 
God, why can't you like get it together with this already or whatever it was, you know? And you brought up your emotional definition before. And again, this, I was talking about the two largest pieces in human design, I think for me was root center and emotional center. Learning those two being undefined for me changed the game for me in so many ways. So um, I just, I, I, I now understand emotions and how that feels in my body. I don't even experience the feeling like I used to in my body. You can ask anybody that's very close to me in my life that's known me over years, but I mean, I used to like get out of like hyperventilate over things. I used to get really tense and really uneasy. And I haven't had that in a very long time because um, I, I'm actually listening to my body in, in, a, in a way that I never was. Um, but, and, and staying out of my mind until I've listened to my body. Maybe that's it. Maybe body first, then mind. I don't know. But it's like, learn that dance that works for you because I do think that that's key, you know? And, and maybe in your case, it's fast. So you're like moving furniture and having epiphanies while you're doing it, manifester. <laughs> but like, for me, maybe it takes a little more time for it to sit in. That's okay. I mean, either way is fine, you know? I like I said, for the root center, it was a relief for me to know that I don't need to run at the speed of my mother or Jeannie or you or people like that. I can see doing these things at this pace. And I'm like, what? why can't I do that? Well, it's not in my design. Cool. Never have to again. That's why I surround myself with people with root definition without trying to. That just happens, you know, um, and it's a it's a beautiful thing to for me also to be with my daughter and her undefined root. And when we can just chill mm -hmm. and neither one of us is trying to rush and doing it because she's a kid. So it's easier for her to be aligned. But, you know, it's because um, not everyone with an undefined root is some chill person. I'm still working on it. But if your root is undefined, you're really meant to be like pressure cooker opened up kind of setting, not the tight one, you know, that's not where, where we're at. And uh, learning that and then learning on top that the emotions that I would feel throughout the day were not all mine. Wow, cool. That's awesome. Great news for Monique because I thought I was fucking going crazy half the time, you know, like it just felt like a lot all the time. How could I possibly be feeling all of these things all of the fucking time? Well, guess what? None of, a lot of them weren't mine, you know, right. a lot. And that has made me realize like, I'm way more emotionally neutral than I ever, ever would have considered myself a few years ago. And, and that's new, that's new information for me. So it's been like, cool to uh, play with that. And when an emotion hits me now, immediately I ask myself, is this mine? First question, offer it. Off rip. And it's like, I can feel that in, and I, it's not, like I said, an answer in my head. It's like a body feeling. Yeah. It's like, if, I, if it's mine, I can feel it in my body. Like, Oh God, yeah, this is, I don't feel good about this, you know? And if it's not, it's, it's like, I can feel it like um, up here more like in my mind or like in my heart, like, Oh no, this is, I'm feeling this because I freaking love this person so much or something, Yes, you know? I love, I love all those shares. Those are so good. A couple of things that I wanted to touch on. Um, I love how you said now it's body to mind and it may have been the other way before, like the awareness, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful reflection for all of you listeners. I hope you're hearing that because I think it took me using the awareness consciousness that I would say is in my mind to get myself to take that pause to connect where it was in my body. Mm -hmm. And so now that I've done that, now I've reversed that old way, that old autopilot. Cause listen, people, 40% of your daily actions are on autopilot. If you're not aware of that, it's a big damn deal. So I wanted to be acutely aware of what the fuck I was doing 40% of my time and make sure it was working for me. Right mm -hmm. now, I think I am much more in tune with my, my body is telling me so then maybe I now more effectively use my mind a little bit to help me, you know, kind of uncover with that beautiful curiosity. I'm also a huge advocate of journaling because sometimes there's just something that happens, especially though you beautiful people that can automatic write where you'll shut off that logical piece, that filter and just let yourself write. And sometimes I'm shocked as shit. Even if I voice record, I'm shocked at what comes out 
that yeah. I may not have otherwise. I would have just let my mind spin if I wouldn't have let myself get it out. And so that might be something that, you know, you can connect to is what's my body telling me? Wait, maybe I'll write, you know, where are you feeling that? What does that have you believing? What's going on? You know, just some of that. But the other thing, so I just wanted to, you know, offer that up, but you made a comment, Monique, when you were talking about the pressure and you had said that get your shit together type of thing. And I just wonder anybody else that's listening, if you've ever thought that, because I, God knows I have, like, where the hell does that come from? Because who the hell says, you know, who the hell is in charge of whether we have our shit together and who the hell gets to define what having our shit together looks like, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I want your beautiful undefined, you know, root and undefined solar plexus to be on my team because it helps me see things differently too. And then it empowers me to challenge you. Is this even yours? Mm -hmm. Like, I love your relationship with time because it's helping me fucking dial down the pressure cooker on my own, right? <laughs> like I'm pretty sure you were put on this earth as you know, like one of the things to help me with. I don't know that you signed up for it. So you might want to do a cord cutting if this is not what you want to be a part of. But it's I think like, I, for it. I do see the gifts of how people come together and then, you know, what they get to experience. Just like you said, you have people that have that definition. You can lean on that shit. My son told me that this is the first summer that we have not lived under the same roof together. He was completely on his own this summer. And he had a huge revolution recognizing he didn't have somebody with a defined root. And so yeah. he was feeling like, I am just not motivated to do anything. And because he understands design, he made the connection. Oh, my mom has a defined mm -hmm. root. I haven't been with her all summer. Right. I've got to right. figure out how to use this to my highest and best, you yeah. know, isn't that awesome? So awesome. I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, 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 it is a beautiful awareness. I mean, and just those, those are just two little ways um, with two of the centers, but they're huge. And you're right. That whole, get your shit together. But it's because I was comparing that my shit together should look like your shit together. That's right. Or, you know, my mom's or whatever, but, um, what, what, again, that see, that goes back to that self-acceptance piece for me, because now I've accepted that me having my shit together doesn't look like anybody else in my life that I know. Nobody that I know around me, look, life looks like mine, nobody, not one human, but I have a bunch of humans around me and they all have their shit together in their ways. And I'm gonna, you know, keep putting mine together in my way. And, um, I think we should stop using the shit together analogy because now I'm getting grossed out. But because <laughs> I was starting to picture like building with my inner vision and I'm like, ill. Um, I've been watching too much Impractical Jokers. They're gross. <laughs> I still have to watch that. I'm, oh my God. It's like, I'm obsessed with it right now. Don't laugh at me, everybody listening. I know this show has been on since like forever, but it is like my guilty pleasure right now. And I, it just makes me laugh so hard and I was just talking to this I, July was just ch chalk riddle full with death in my life around me everybody around me god bless them lost somebody it was just such a hard month like that heavy month and um I was with one of those people that had lost um a loved one a mom another mom um and it was you know I'm I'm at a place where it's like I don't want to say that I'm sorry for their loss anymore because it just doesn't feel right. I am sorry for their pain. And sometimes I'll say that. Um, but what I try and do now in those scenarios, and I'm not saying this in like some stupid fucking way, but if I can, if there's a way to make this person laugh, that's what I go to because laughing is for me such good medicine. And what and, and if if I can do that for somebody else. And and I, I was able to do that yesterday. I was just, I was on a roll with whatever jokes I was cracking. And it was, um, it, he was laughing, you know, this part. And he even said after he finished like belly laughing hard, I think I was making fun of my brother, which is what was getting him really good. <laughs> but anyways, um, he said, I haven't laughed like that in so long, mm -hmm. you know? And we, that's another way to get in tune with your body. So when I'm sitting there watching Impractical Jokers, see, I would have given myself shit for that. I did that for like hours the other day and just because it felt good and I, I needed to laugh and I knew that. Um, and I did that and I did feel better after and I did go on with the rest of my day and get more done. Mm 
I, I know I got more done that day than I would have had I pulled myself up out of bed and just done the thing. No, I was like, you know what? No, I don't need to rush there. Like my mind was saying I needed to, but I didn't, I didn't need to. I called the correct people. I said, I'll be there later. Cool. Everybody was cool with it. I sat in bed and I watched Impractical and I laughed. And when I laugh, I get in touch with my body. That's what happens for me. And when I make people laugh, it, it, feel, it feels good. And it's like, um, I just believe laughing is important. And um, that's another way that you could get in touch with your body. It's sometimes how I do. Um, sometimes playing with my kid, if we're cracking up about something, I swear to shit the moment after is where I'll have some, oh my God, great idea or something. Something will just pop into my awareness. Like, you know what we should, you know, it's just those moments when we're really being present and are the easiest to be in our bodies. And, um, you know, it's just about doing that more or noticing that more or how we can build that in more, I think, you know, in minutes, if it has to be. And do you see how that's so different than numbing out? Oh, and so just different. like, you know, dismissing it, you yeah. just became aware of something. And I love that you knew you, you resourced yourself. You knew you had something. And for me, sometimes, you know, I have a split definition. And so if I'm feeling quote unquote stuck, you know, whatever that is, or it's like, you know, just, I don't, I can't, you know, I'm thrashing around a little bit here. Something just isn't right. Like, and I'm either starting to get frustrated, potentially angry, you know, and I'm like, I know a great um, resource for myself is movement. And I live mm -hmm. close to water, like all kinds of I have water all the way around me, man-made and, you know, the real deal. And I know mm -hmm. that's huge, but literally physically getting up. And you've heard me say this before, I'm walking distance to a bunch of different shops and sometimes just being of the other energies around me being, a, you know, a split will just have me uh, empower me to just shift a little bit. I don't have to say a word to anyone. Most of the time I don't, I have my AirPods in, I'm probably, mm -hmm. you know, head down, not trying to be approached, but I'm getting what I need. And I'm telling you that can take 15 minutes and I'll come back and I'll be like, fuck yeah, I'm on now. It's ba I'm back. And that's awareness, man. That is conscious. I love it. Do you know what else that just made me realize for you? That's your valley's environment. Yes. Big time. Because you're, I, I saw this the other day. It's like you walk into information walls when you're valleys and you like that. Yes. So like you walking around those people nearby is like, like, literal hubs of information. Uh, sorry, that's deeper layered stuff. But that's what I just thought of when and see, but again, it's a way to play into your design. And if and if you know, you're a markets environment going to the, you know, the shops and like getting a little closer than where Amy was probably when she was walking by the people, you know, getting in it going in the stores that you know, talk if your kitchens talking to people or going to places of gathering that might, you know, bring stuff but I love that I love that you said that. Um, I want to be around it but not necessarily in it you know like yeah. I want to be of it aware but well, I don't Right. Yeah. With, your, with your earbuds and you get to kind of pick and choose what you tune into, yes. you know, yes. you're kind of moving fast. Also, Amy has spleen to root connection, yep. which is movement is needed for those. So much. Anybody yeah. with definition down there, you, you got to be moving. See, I don't have none of that. So <laughs> movement is different for me. For me, it comes like, I swear, like when I move the most, either if I'm like dancing around my house, acting a fool or like taking, like doing something with my kid outside, or sometimes I'll take a walk on my own, but that's really about it. Like, I don't, I don't really get a lot from going to the gym and working out. I never have. And I always felt bad about that. Like, God, all these people feeling good working out. And I'm like, how come that doesn't, I was depleted after I didn't, I don't have the built for that. The that's not to say that I can't work out, but I like to swim. That's working out for me. That works for me. Yep. And it's low energy. It's uh, my heart motor turns on for it. Cause I like it. I like the water. My shores environment probably likes it a little bit. Um, you know, that back and forth going from one side to another. Yeah. Is so all of these things that are, um, you know, I'm allowed to think a lot, like when you're in the water, like I can, you know, anyway, it's just playing with these different um, things. And I, I mean, I know Amy and I would probably put money that all of them are in your design. Like if you are somebody that likes movement, like Amy, there's a good chance you have definition 
um, in the lower part of your chart or that you have an emotional authority and that energy needs to move. And that's really good for you. Um, you know, and anybody that I've shared that with, it has been a game changer. And I love, love, love when I hear you have your, you know, reflections of God, you know, why, why can't I be like that? And then, you know, we hear that all the time. It's like, Mm -hmm. cause you're not meant to just be exactly who you are. And just, I have so much of that. Yes. And I hope that all the different ways that we tried to share of how to make the connections. And listen, if you're at the beginning, you know, of your journey with design, I mean, literally knowing if, you know, whatever your um, signature is or where your definition is, just some little things like that, but you don't even have to go that deep. You can just start allowing yourself to make the connections and then you're going to probably have a gajillion epiphanies like Monique and I have every fucking day about how well no wonder why this is the way it is because this is how I you know am programmed to be and designed not programmed this is how you know we are designed to be I don't know I often feel like I'm deprogramming (laughs) um yeah that's it's it's so true and um you know it's what you were saying too about that automatic writing that part um clicked for me too when I first started learning what those words somatic movement was and you know that's it's really just movement of the body right um and and what that turned out to be for me was like I said sometimes I'll put on music and dance and I'll notice that if afterwards I sit down to do something like write or work on some uh creative stuff for like you know businessy stuff or whatever um it's like my mind is better for it for the movement you know and so that's my like mind body you know and I have a split definition too and I sometimes it feels like it takes the me moving my body to different places or in different ways to kind of click the mind part you know together like to be able to to communicate better um and uh, you know I don't know if that's like just the, the energy moving around and like how that is for me, but you know, the idea is to play with it. Like we always say, play with what works for you, you know, um, and let go of comparing what, like, like how I was doing a lot of my existence. So like, you know, um, why don't I like working out or whatever? Well, maybe it's not in your design to really exert energy like that and feel good afterward for it. You know, um, I know for sacral types, it's, huge too to it's way more beneficial to like a physical exertion is good right for sleeping for all of that like I generally have no issues sleeping it's just not a thing that I've ever experienced a lot unless I have something on my mind sometimes moon things do it but really it's like I don't I don't have that much energy to burn to begin with so I don't need to like burn it off in my design but like looking at yourself in these ways of accepting um is just really beautiful in my opinion it's helped me love myself deeply, accept myself deeply in ways that, as I've said before, I didn't even know I was missing. So, right. yeah. well, and, and just the energy of comparison, like a- ask yourself, what is that even offering? It's just not because everybody right. gets to be exactly who they are. Yep. And if it's we're like comparing, then we're trying to continually and perpetuate the desire to not be who you are or the need or the, you know, the pressure to, and like, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're Mm -hmm. inviting you to really just deeply connect with, you know, who you ultimately are at, you know, your most aligned and authentic place, which is perfect and beautiful. And, you know, that's- And it's hard, can be hard to do at first. Yes. So if you feel like you don't still like know how to do that, that's okay. It's going to come. Um, the fact that you're listening to this or the fact that you're listening to things like this and trying is, um, I think a huge thing because that, that's not everybody, right? I mean, just the fact that we're here bringing awareness to it and that you're listening and trying to bring awareness to it, it's going to come for you. I have all my private clients, um, create brag sheets because, you know, we're not great at bragging about ourselves. So create a brag sheet based on body consciousness. If this is something you feel really inspired every time that you are aware of something, that's a win. Mm-hmm. You know, write it down yeah. so that you can continue because sometimes when we document things it makes it that much more real you know or share it with someone you love like oh my god I had such an aha today my body told me this and I chose this and now I feel fantastic or whatever that is you know mm-hmm. or I released it and I've chosen a new thought pattern or blah blah you know whatever it is but um, yeah this is this is good stuff to you know weave into your life and your own personal development and growth 
and you know you can go all in like we are you can you know any one little thing is always enough yep absolutely and um and we hope that you gathered some good tips um and you know, I, you know I just a big I think a huge part of it is like Amy mentioned the wording, like read your signature words. I, I use that for myself so much as a gauge successful. Do I feel successful if I'm doing this? If I don't, it's probably not for me. Um, you know, little words, your type, just sit with the words, you know, manifester, sit with the word projector, like think about it, like sit with that and um, love it. Start to start to find ways to, to really lean into it and love it. That's my advice. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Right. Love you. Yeah. And I love, love you as well. You. you know, we're always telling everybody to love themselves. So we're just giving more ways for you to um, tap into that. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. All right. All right. Until yep. We'll wrap this one up until next time. You beautiful humans love yourself, be yourself, applaud yourself all the way with every little step you take. Yes. And we love you and check us out on the social medias and Stay in touch with us. We love hearing from you. Yes, we do. All Thanks right. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. We hope you found it inspiring and digestible. If you like what you heard, it would mean a lot to us if you'd take a moment to follow us so you'll be notified when new episodes are released. And if you're feeling really generous, please share and review our podcast as long as it's a five-star review. Otherwise, never mind. Maybe just keep that to yourself. And lastly, if you're new to human design or just curious to learn more about your own, Amy and I both have offerings for that. We also have an extensive human design community that we belong to. So if we don't feel like the right fit, we can certainly guide you to someone who is.